Hello and welcome back. Today's video features Max Paranormal. And if you like his narrations, please drop him a sub and let him know that I sent you. I close a lot of nights at work, so that means late nights at the train station. I remember this like it was yesterday, even though it happened about two years ago. I had a late close at work, so I missed the bus I usually take and had to walk home. Fine, I've walked home several times before, but there was this man who gave me a weird vibe. He was staring at me with that stare. Now, not sure how to describe in words. As I checked the schedule on the wall for another bus going in the direction, I realized that there was not another one for an hour. I wasn't about to sit around the train station where junkies like to hang out. Going back to the weird man, I tried to ignore him, but when I exited the station, I noticed he happened to go to the same door as me. I tried to brush it off as maybe he had a car in the parking lot or was waiting for someone in the pickup or drop off lane, but I had a gut feeling that wasn't the case because as soon as I stepped into the parking lot, he started to follow me. My brain and body started to panic and I had to think on the fly what to do. I never had anyone follow me before and I surely didn't want this guy knowing where I lived even though my house was a half an hour walk from the station. Despite being on edge, I still kept walking, and once I got to the fire station, at the other side of the parking lot, I turned back. There was the man, still approaching me, and quickly. I feel it is important to point out that the man was very tall, so he crossed the parking lot in half the time it took me to cross. Now you're probably thinking, why not stop at the fire station and ask to wait for the guy to pass you? There wasn't anyone sitting at the desk in the window, like usual and the place was darker than the Batcave since it was 11.45 at night. Trying to ignore the man approaching, I crossed the street and make it past a dimly lit church and an empty elementary school. I walked at an above average pace, not looking back since the fire station. About seven minutes passed for me to walk from the other end of the elementary school where I had to wait for the walk light. My body wanted me to keep walking, but my brain made me do the unthinkable and turn to look back to see him walking towards me on the sidewalk. He was at the playground next to the school and in a few long strides, he could have easily caught up to me. But at this point, my brain decided to take an alternate route home. In the back of my mind, I still was thinking it was simply a coincidence, but it was almost midnight on a Wednesday and there was no way this man lives in the same direction I do and would have happened to take the exact same route as to me getting home. Instead of crossing the street, I turned right and go up next to a duck pond by my house, even though I would still be climbing the same hill home. When I get to the next traffic light in a usually quiet suburb, I have an urge to look back again and thought to myself, maybe he will just cross the street and not turn right. He was still there, almost like he was walking faster to catch up with me. I said I was panicked before, but now it's worse. I didn't even wait for the walk light and took off across the street. Sadly for me, the man also crossed the street. I went from speed walking to brisk jogging at this point. As I reached the end of the street, I turned left and continued to jog the edge of the duck pond on my route. When I got to the other side of the duck pond, I looked back and the man was again about 30 feet away. I ran faster. I ran as fast as my little legs could carry me up the hill and didn't look back until I walked into my house, locked the door, and locked the front window. I was finally able to put my guard down and didn't see him follow me up the hill, and I don't think he found out where I lived. I slept under the blankets that night, and never told anyone what happened. 
In short, let's never ever meet again. So I'm a 16 year old girl who takes the train every day to and from school. I've had my fair share of weird encounters with strangers on the train, but there is one that stands out. I was on my way home from school and I'm sitting on the train with my friends like any other day. The stop I get off at is after my friends stop, so I have to ride by myself for a couple of stops every day. On this day, after all my friends had gotten off, I was sitting alone. This man was walking through the aisle looking for a seat and as soon as he sees me, he says, Oh, what a pretty young lady you are. It was clear that this dude was a junkie and that he was on something as soon as I saw him. Now, I live in Finland and if you take the train home every day, then it's not very rare to come across junkies. So anyways, this dude comes and sits right in front of me and looks about 25 to 30 years old. He's wearing dirty clothes. His hair was long and greasy, and he was missing some teeth, and overall looks a bit rough. I've come across junkies on the train, and usually if you just mind your own business, they will not make any contact with you. But this man is just staring right at me, and I'm trying my best not to make eye contact with him, because I don't want him to talk to me. Despite not giving him any attention, he still goes on to compliment me, and ask me questions, like where I was going, or where I came from. I simply tell this man that I'm going home and I keep looking out the window instead of looking at him. Then he goes and asks me out on a date and suggests a coffee shop. I just say no and keep looking away. At this point there's still about 8 minutes left until my stop and I think the man is going to stop talking to me because I already declined his offer of the date. But boy I was wrong. The things he had said up to this point were pretty harmless and I was not particularly uncomfortable yet. It was about 5 p.m. and there were other people on the train so I didn't feel like I should move because I was getting off soon anyways. Then after some silence this man goes on to compliment my eyes and ask me if he wasn't good enough for me because he was a junkie and I simply shook my head no. Then he says I've got a perfect idea for a date just me and you in a dark room with some drugs and a bed. His suggestion made me very uncomfortable and I gave him a stern look. Then he asked me if I ever tried the drugs he mentioned and I just ignore him. The next few things he says disgust me to this day. He says we could spend a week in bed together and only get up to shower. And then he smirks at me and says we would have so much fun but you'd be so sore when I would be done with you. He was looking at me with the most disgusting grin and I immediately understood what he meant and I got up to walk away to the other side of the train. Thankfully the train was just at my stop, so I got off and made sure he didn't get off as well. He didn't get off at my stop, but for the rest of my journey home I felt grossed out. So to the junkie on the train, let's never meet again. This happened last night and really freaked me out. I broke my foot a few weeks ago and I am using crutches. Even though it takes a lot out of me, I still have to use public transportation most of the days because I live in Tokyo and cabs are too slow and expensive. So far this has just been an inconvenience because Japan is pretty safe. Last night a guy approached me when I was coming downstairs at my local station asking me if I was okay. I assured him that I was and he started asking me questions. They are pretty innocent at first. 
Just like, where are you from? How did you break your foot? I honestly didn't think much of it, because people here are fascinated with foreigners. But then it escalated to, where do you live? Let's get a drink. I told him that I didn't want to, because I don't drink, and I just wanted to go home and sleep. I had just finished work, and I was tired. But he didn't want to take no for an answer, and he kept following me. Once we left the gate, he puts his arm on my shoulder, and tries to physically move me in the direction of the restaurant, going, See? It's just right there. Get a beer with me. This happened a few times, and I kept saying no, and he just followed me. At one point, he tried to remove my glasses, saying, You're so pretty. I probably should have smacked him with one of my crutches, or yelled at him at that point. But I was so freaked out that all I could think was, I couldn't let him follow me home. Fortunately, there's always a taxi waiting outside of the station, late at night for people that are too drunk to get home on their own. I made my way over to one, creepy guy at my side, with his arm around me. He was so close that one of my crutches got caught on his leg and I nearly fell. I waited till I was right next to the taxi before waving at the driver to get his attention. Creepy guy did not like that, demanding to know what I was doing, and I just shrugged. Taxi. And I got in. For a moment I was worried that he would try to get in after me, but he just stood there watching me drive off. From his reaction, I'm fairly certain that he did plan to follow me. I'm not sure how I feel. I'm glad nothing worse happened, but I felt so powerless and scared. A part of me still does. It was the first time anything like this had ever happened to me, and it's hard not to beat myself up for not doing more and for not standing up for myself. So dear creepy guy at the train station, let's not meet. This happened late last year. I used to take the train to and from college, and I would get off in not such a great part of town in order to take the bus home. Well, my fiance was picking me up, and he was late. I decided to wait and smoke a cigarette. The one guy walks up next to me and asks me for a cigarette, which wasn't too weird, until he said he never had one, and then he gave me $20 for a single cigarette. That was a little odd, especially since he was kind of forceful about giving me the money. It just kept offering me more and more. After that he introduced himself and would keep coming up with some excuse to hold my hand. I started to get quiet because it was getting a bit weird. Then he started to get closer to me, touching my butt gently. I moved further away. This is the part that freaked me out the most. He offered me tons of money to come into his car. He just kept offering it, trying as hard as he could, before I finally told him that if he kept talking to me I would scream. I've never been good in these types of scenarios, and I wish I would have taken down his license plate number, but I was frozen. So creepy train man, let's not meet again. This didn't happen directly to me, but was one of the things that freaked and still freaks me out the most. So this happened about six years ago, in my freshman year of college. I was an inexperienced 18 year old male and came from a small town with virtually no crime, from the suburbs to the suburbs of a big city. I lived right near my university, in a neighborhood that wasn't very bad. Most students lived there, and I felt kind of safe. About two miles away, there was quite a dangerous neighborhood, filled with crime and drugs. I had even heard stories about students being kidnapped and held hostage while I was there. I'd gone to spend the weekend at my hometown, so I got on the bus, and it was about 7 p.m., 
Since it was around November, it was already getting dark out. I always took the train from the bus stop to the university station and then took a 15 minute walk to my house through the campus where I felt safe because campus security. Sometimes I would take the bus with one or two hometown friends that went to the same university as me. But this particular weekend, I was alone. So I got on the train. I saw another freshman that was taking a class with me. I didn't know him very well, but we had talked a couple of times while in the class that we were taking together. I greeted him, and since he was focused on his phone, I didn't want to disturb him. So I sat a couple of seats away from him. This next part is an important detail. This guy was carrying a rectangular shoulder computer case, which really screams, there's a computer in here. Since it was 7 p.m., there was still a decent amount of people on the train. However, university is a terminal station, so most of the students go there. When we were about two stations before, there were about 10 people spread all over the five or six carriages. This all happened very quickly. The doors opened, and no one left at that station. Suddenly, two huge black guys burst in and grabbed my class buddy. Another huge guy that was inside the train grabbed him too. When I say huge, I mean literally like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm not exaggerating. So the dude grabbed him and took him off the train with his phone and shoulder bag. They punched him once, took the bag, and were grabbing at him. Luckily, he managed to get his coat off and get back on the train just in time for the doors to close. Nobody in the train reacted because people were spread out and it happened so very fast. My buddy was pale and very scared. I went to him and asked him if he was okay and comforted him. If not for a matter of seconds, those guys would have beaten him and sent him to the hospital. Both of us were scared to death. After that, I took him home and used my phone to call his roommates because they had taken away his phone and his keys. I was totally scared and freaked out too. This was the first time I witnessed a robbery and that kind of violence. It really changed the way I look at the train rides and I never took one alone again. When I'm alone, I take the taxi home and don't take any chances. So huge guy that robbed my buddy, let's not meet. So this didn't happen to me recently. In fact, it was quite some time ago. I was around nine or 10 years old. I was with my best friend and our parents. We were on our way to the nearest shopping town. We live in a rural-ish area with not many shops and would probably be finished looking around in about 10 minutes. So we traveled by train to our nearest large city. It was easier, probably cheaper, and definitely quicker. So when the train arrived, me and my friend quickly run on to secure a table seat. Those ones that have four seats with a table in the middle, pretty self-explanatory. The train was pretty empty, and with us being kids, we wanted our own table seat, and I decided to take one on opposite sides of the aisle, and that left our parents across from us. I noticed a guy a couple rows down in the normal seats. He was on his phone in a really strange position. It looked like he was taking photos of me. This was back in the day when selfies didn't really exist, so it was more than likely that he was either taking a photo of me, or he was using his phone weirdly. Anyway. I pulled the collar of my coat over my face and looked the other way as I shrunk into my seat. I didn't mention anything because to be honest, I thought I was being outrageous. A couple minutes later, a lady who I remember being tall, slim, and blonde with the wavy bob and glasses went over to my mom. She crashed down next to her and spoke very quietly. 
I really couldn't hear well enough to know what she was saying to my mom, but my mom's face told the whole story. My mom asked me to come sit with her and my friend's mom, and the lady went over to the conductor of the train. When we got to the next station, there were groups of police officers and security waiting on the platform. The train pulled up and the weird guy was taken off. We heard later that he did in fact take pictures of me and they found hundreds of photos of other children on his phone and computer. They didn't go into detail, but I didn't ride the train for a very long time after. Worst thing is, I'm sure I saw him walking past my house a week later. So this week I headed up to London for a few days. I caught the train, and the journey takes a while, so I booked it to a table seat so I could get some work done. I put on my headphones and got out my laptop. At the start of the journey, I had all four seats to myself. The next stop, an older man, around 60, gets on with a massive bacon baguette. This will be important later. And he sits on the opposite side of me. The train is less than half full, with a lot of tables empty, but the old guy decided to sit opposite of me. Okay, but a little odd, but I didn't think much of it. A few minutes in, the guy starts trying to make conversation with me. I took off my headphones and he says, will this offend you if I eat my bacon sandwich in front of you? I was slightly confused, but then I realized that my laptop is covered in vegan stickers, one of which being my business. I respond with, no, go ahead, and put my headphones back on. A few times he tries to talk to me, but I quickly shut it down, politely, as I'm wanting to get my work done. He was asking me where I was going, and who I was meeting, and this started to set off alarm bells. I told him a different location to where I was heading to, as I was getting bad vibes at this point. I get off the train and power walk to the tube, losing him, but I'm still looking over my shoulder, slightly freaked out by this, and take a slightly longer route to where I was going. I forgot about it by the end of the day, that evening I checked my phone and I had a friend request on Facebook and a few messages from what looks like that guy. I'm like, what the hell? How did he find me? And why is he adding me? I blocked and deleted him. I get home two days later and I start telling my husband about the creepy train guy and he is also like, what the hell? The guy added him and tried to message him. So how did he find me? Like, I never gave him my name. My business is not leaked to my Facebook and how could he have known which one was mine, as I had around 10 stickers on there? The story happened when I was around 11 or 12 years old, and I was finally on summer break. Me and my best friend, whom I've met on the internet, made plans for me to stay at her place for a week. She lived in a city about two and a half hours away from me. But I've met her before in real life, so everything was fine. On that day, I took the train by myself, which was not a new experience for me, since my mom let me have a lot of freedom. I texted my friend the time and place I'd arrive. But that city was huge, so I got the name and station mixed up, which led to her to go somewhere else instead of where I was. But at that time, I obviously didn't know. So when I arrived, I just took my suitcase and went to a quiet corner to wait for her while watching all the busy people running from A to B. My friend texted me, asking me where I was, and after some more texts, we figured out that it was my fault for telling her the wrong station, but she was on her way to pick me up. After waiting for a few minutes, a man in his 30s accidentally bumped into me, 
even though I was just standing still, and apologized a thousand times. I assured him it was fine and nothing happened, but he insisted on making it up to me and wanted to buy me hot chocolate or something to eat. I refused, but I was also a pretty shy girl back then. It wasn't taken seriously many times. He seemed pretty frustrated at this point and decided to just grab my hand and try to drag me with him and only then I realized what his intentions were and felt super scared. No one else around seemed to notice what was going on. But like a miracle, my friend just arrived on time and came straight to me. I was calling her name, which made this guy realize I I wasn't alone anymore. So he took off as fast as he could without saying anything. So, let's not meet again, creep from the train station. This happened just yesterday. To be honest, although I read this subreddit to creep myself out, I'm not really posting this for you guys to read. I'm posting it because I need to talk about it even if no one's listening. Because I'm still scared and I need to let it out. And I thought this would be an appropriate place to do so. I know that I probably could have handled this better, but there were things I should and shouldn't have done. But I don't really want to hear about it. I already got some of that from my mom. It doesn't matter what I should have done because it's already happened. I'm posting because I need an outlet to express how I feel. I'm a very small, weak woman, 5'6 and 118 pounds. I'm a university student who lives with my mom. I take my city subway system to and from school, and I've never had any problems with it before. On Mondays and Wednesdays, I have class that ends at 7.15 p.m. I've never been concerned about it because the route from my classroom to the train station goes through a segment of downtown that is filled with high-class hotels. So it's very well lit and there's always police around. Not to mention that a lot of my classmates also ride the train and take the same route. But yesterday, I had to go to the bathroom after class. So by the time I got to the train station, all my classmates had already left for their own trains. Part of me thinks that if I just held it, my night would have gone so much better. I got to the train station and sat down on a bench to wait. I have these huge over-ear Bluetooth headphones, the kind that are also an accessory. Yesterday, I was just using them as earmuffs. I didn't have any music playing, but these are quality headphones, so outside sound is still pretty muffled, even with them turned off. So I was sitting there with my headphones on, playing Pokemon on my 3DS, with a bald man at the other end of the bench. Some guy walks up and wants to sit between us, so I scoot over without being asked because that's just what you do. New guy starts talking to the bald guy. I can't hear what they're saying because of the headphones. Then new guy turns and gives me this friendly pat on the back and says something to me. I pulled my headphones off one ear because I thought he wanted something. This guy just kind of babbles at me. I couldn't really understand what he was saying because I don't hear very well in the first place. Not enough to need hearing aids, but enough that I talk loudly and a normal speaking voice sounds quiet to me. My standard thing for when this happens is to ask them to repeat themselves or just kind of smile and nod, which is what I did. Then he finally speaks up more and asks my name and holds out his hand to shake. I say my name and go to shake his hand. Instead of shaking it, he pulls it up and kisses the back. 
That's when I knew that things weren't right. He starts asking me about myself. First about how old I am, then if I drink alcohol, then about my game and the progress Nintendo has made since putting it out. He goes on about alcohol for a while, asking how much I drink and talking about how much he drinks. The whole time he's sitting so close and leaning over me, speaking very fast and in something between a mumble and a normal speaking voice. I was really uncomfortable. And over this guy's head I was giving panic looks at bald guy. I know he saw those looks. He would meet my eyes and then look away. Creepy guy asked me more stuff about what train stop I go to and where I live, which I avoid answering. He mentions that he needs to get off one stop after Uptown Station, which is the station I need to get off at. For your info, we are at Downtown Station. I live along the train line, and you can see my condo from Uptown Station. Like literally, it's at the end of the road that Uptown Station is on, in a T formation between Downtown Station and Uptown Station. There are five other stations. The train comes and I quickly go. Well, this is my train. Bye, sir. And get the hell away from him and onto the train. I remember fervently hoping he wouldn't follow me. He didn't follow me at first, so I didn't think that he would be getting on the train. So I sat down in a completely empty seat and put my bag on the seat next to me. The train has two benches with two seats on each bench. If I had known that he would be getting on the train, I would have sat down next to one of the women on there and pretended that I knew her. Creepy guy got on right before the train left. Before he did, bald guy, who had sat down in front of me, smiled at me and said, Don't worry, he's a weirdo. But he's harmless. I couldn't tell you how pissed off I am at this fuckhead. Creepy guy may have been harmless to him, but I was terrified and looked to him for multiple times throughout the train ride. And this bald-headed fuckwit would look at me in the eye, acknowledging my fear, and then look away and make conversation with other men on the train. Fuck this guy. I hope he trips and falls on his face into a cactus. Now this next part, I don't really have an explanation for. I know that this was dumb, but it's like I froze up and my southern bred manners kicked in. The guy came into the train and started looking around for me. I froze and thought, oh shit. He spotted me walked up and said, can I sit next to you? I wanted to say no so badly, but I couldn't speak and my body just went into autopilot and moved my bag off the seat and onto my lap. I was trapped between him and the wall of the train. His entire body just pressed up against me. There wasn't an inch of him that wasn't pressed against my side. I was just kind of frozen, facing straight forward and staring at my game. When he talked, he did it with our cheeks only an inch apart. He started mumbling and chattering at me again. I could barely understand him. He asked me about my game again, then got into weirder topics. He asked me if I listened to rap music, then congratulated me for saying no. Asked if I dated black guys, if I had a boyfriend, if I had a girlfriend. He asked if I lived alone, where I lived. I lied, obviously. As we got closer and closer to my stop, I got more and more scared. I was so scared he was going to follow me home. It's a straight shot from the station to my condo. You literally can't miss it. I was just giving panic eyes to everyone in there. Men, women, out the window, anyone who would look at me. They all looked away. And creepy guys saw me give the looks multiple times. It's just kind of confirmation to me that he had bad intentions. If a normal weird guy 
who was trying to make conversation with a girl saw her making panic eyes to people, they would realize something was up and that they were being creepy. But this guy, he just didn't give a damn. I don't know how I could properly express how terrified I was. Guys, it looks so cynical and factual written down, but this felt like life and death to me. He pulled dozens of folded up papers out of his pocket and started sorting through them. He picked one and started writing on it, all the while mumble chattering about racist Chinese ladies and racist bald guy. Meanwhile, my sop was coming up and I was still panicking. My stop comes and I stand up. He had his legs up so I couldn't get out. I very forcefully say, Sir, this is my stop. I need to go. And he scrambles up from out of my way. A billion more papers, a folded up notebook, and an unopened condom packet fell out of his pockets. I got to the door. The train comes to a stop and my fears are proven true. He gathers up all of his stuff and follows me out. Remember that he said that the stop he needed was the one after the stop I got off at. I managed to text one handy in my pocket and send, Help. Man. Follow. Uptown Station to my mom. She doesn't reply. I managed to turn on my headphones and connect them to my phone. Again, one handy in my pocket and I call her. She doesn't reply. I'm nearly hyperventilating. I try to move fast enough to lose this guy. Since he's dropping his collection of stuff everywhere, but he gets himself organized and catches up to me before I reach the escalators. I've been continually calling my mom this whole entire time. Creepy guy follows me up the escalator and out the gates. At this point I stop. There is no way in hell I was going to go to my home and show this guy where I lived. He asked me which way I was going next. I sort of lied and said that I was waiting for my mom to come pick me up. He said that he would wait with me. I tried to convince him that it would be okay for him to leave and he insisted on staying. At this point, I pulled my phone out and was calling my mom publicly. He leans in super close again and goes, Oh, Penny, I know her. Good looking lady. Good looking lady. And starts going on about how he knows my mom and how pretty and nice she is. Which is fucking bullshit. My mom is a high class accountant who works for a massively scholar organization. And this guy is certainly not the type of person she comes in contact with. I give up calling my mom. He gives me the paper he had been writing on. It had, assuming it was real, his full name, email address, and two phone numbers. He kept saying to call him if I wanted a job. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. He then pulls out another paper and pen and hands it to me. He asked for my full name, email, and phone number. I gave him a fake number and handed it back. He said, no, your full name too. I told him, oh no, I'm so sorry, sir. My mama wouldn't be very happy if I gave that out. He starts trying to convince me that it would be okay. At this point, I panic and shove the paper with the fake number at him and say, I'm sorry, sir, I, I have to go, and just literally run the fuck away. Down the stairs to the street, my mom finally calls me back. Her phone had been on silent. I was terrified and kept looking behind me to see if he was following me because he started to when I started to run. Mom leaves the condo and runs towards the station and we meet in the middle. I've never been so relieved to see my mom. She brought me back home and kept an eye out over our shoulders for the guy. I still have the paper with his supposed full name and contact info. I just feel like I need to share this story because I'm still scared. I had to go back to both of those stations today 
and I was terrified he would still be there. I was in fight or flight the whole walk to the station. He was a black guy wearing a baseball cap, and I felt terrible about this, but anytime I see a black guy wearing any kind of hat, I nearly jump out of my skin. Thank God that wore off by the time I got to my class, but I'm still scared I'm going to encounter him again. I'm still on campus. I'm going to have to go back to those stations again today, and I'm so anxious that he'll be there. I just felt like I needed to talk about it so I wouldn't be scared anymore, you know? I'm sure I saw him walking past my house a week later. Oh, wow. You did? It was me. 